Welcome to C9 Self-Care Podcast. My name is C9. I'm a certified self-care coach, entrepreneur, and 9 to My mission is to teach you how to increase your self-awareness. I created C9 Self-Care for people who are prioritizing their self-care while balancing life. Join me as I discuss self-care tips and address self-awareness questions. Hey y'all, welcome back to C9 Self-Care Podcast. I am your host, Crystal, aka C9, and I am back. I know it's been a very long time, let's say a bunch of months and damn near a year since the last time I recorded, and I just want to say thank you to everybody who has downloaded previous episodes. I appreciate y'all. I still see the the numbers, so I truly appreciate y'all, and I just want to say I'm back, okay? I am back. So before we get into today's topic, I do want to let y'all know that I did change up yet again the flow of how I want everything to flow. Um, I think it's important to highlight the important facts of mental health, so I'm definitely going to do a did you know followed by self-care tips and then get into the topic and then go into self-awareness questions. So if that's something you're interested in, keep listening because you don't want to miss. Today's mental health fact is children don't experience mental health issues. This statement is a myth. This statement comes from Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. And it reads, even very young children may show early warning signs of mental health concerns. These mental health conditions are often clinically diagnosable and can be a product of interaction of biological, psychological, and social factors. Half of all mental health disorders show first signs before a person turns 14 years old and three quarters of mental health disorders begin before age 24. Unfortunately, only half of children and adolescents with diagnosable mental health conditions receive the treatment they need. Early mental health support can help a child before problems interfere with other developmental issues. This, oh my gosh. You know, I come from the generation where, and this has been told to me, put your feelings in your back pocket and sit on it. And it's like, oh my gosh, like that is, that's insane. You can't like, it's almost like you're not allowed to have feelings. You're not allowed to be human at that point, because as a human being, you have feelings. And I hate that, you know, the generation's before before me has always you know have not been allowed to feel anything if you're if you're young they're like well whatever you what you got to be you know upset about you you a child you ain't got no bills you ain't got this you ain't got that but it's other things just being a child <sighs> being a child you go through so much and i think as you get older you know the different experiences shape shape your reality. It shapes, it, it basically shape you and you forget how hard it is to be a child. Like you going to school with your bullies and it ain't nothing, you know, you could do about it. Your parents not going to just take you away from, 
you know, different peer pressures that's going on in your school, if they even know what's really going on, you know, with that specific child. And I hate that there are so many kids out there who are, you know, showing signs of mental health conditions and they don't have the help. And I wish they would bring back like the the school counselors that that truly make them feel comfortable to just talk because you have no idea. Like they live in, in in this generation where they have to be like super rich by 20 something. It's like, no, you're, that's not even realistic in, in most cases. And I hate that, you know, social media is a, is a major factor for these kids. So please give grace to these, these little kids. Like, Allow them to express themselves when they want to talk, when they want to vent, just listen. Even if they're not even talking about nothing, just them getting it off their chest, you know, could could really help the trajectory of of their life. You you just never know from one conversation you have or just you actually sitting there and listening. Because you know, like <laughs> and I've babysat so many kids before where you just in your own head, you'd be like, Oh my gosh, I wish this child would stop talking, but not understanding they get that all day from their parents like their parents don't even want to hear you know what they got to say and their parents are like okay well go sit down and be quiet you know all that kind of stuff but then they just want to talk so please understand children do in fact experience mental health issues Today's self-care tip is giving yourself grace. It's crazy because we literally give so many people, everybody around us, so much grace but ourselves. And I think we need to change that and put ourselves first and and give ourselves permission to forgive our mistakes. I'm telling y'all, I am one of those people that really, really had issues with giving myself grace and it's another form of a hurtful behavior towards yourself. Some practical ways to overcome that is practice not being perfect. Can show gratitude. Stop comparing yourself. That was one of my, I would say top three self-awareness issues was comparing myself to somebody else. And although it's natural, I had to train my mind to turn that off. And how I turned that off was limit my scrolling and whatever I'm doing, know that I did my best while doing it. That doesn't mean it was perfect. It was just in that moment, whatever I had, I did my best for that moment. And I had to learn how to appreciate that part. So that that helped me not to be perfect. And letting go, holding on to anger. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I can hold a grudge. I've been working on it. I understand that. But um, when we let things go and we forgive, we're better able to move on. Carrying anger around with us is it's such a burden. Um, learning and knowing when to apologize when you hurt somebody's feelings. Um, another way to to show that practical 
that practical everyday grace is having a sense of humor, silencing that negative talk, and also letting yourself off the hook. Letting someone off the hook means allowing their crime or transgression go unpunished. We can do it for others and we can also do it for ourselves, okay? Today's topic, we're going to be talking about holiday blues. I know around this time, or just, you know, it's the holiday season, a lot of us get into these funks, get into these seasonal depressions or holiday blues. And I want to highlight the signs of holiday blues, some tips on how to manage it, and how you can be supportive of other people who are around you going through that. So, Understand that I am not a doctor, but these are things that I've experienced. These are things that, you know, I have researched, things that I've noticed with um, people that I know. So these are the signs that I've noticed. And they are feeling even more tired, losing interest in things that used to bring you joy. And just having trouble concentrating during the holiday season. I'm sure there are other signs of holiday blues. You know, might not have that that loved one around. Um, you know, going through different transitions in life. It's just a lot of different areas. But those three things are something that I I truly notice and have become self-aware of. And so some ways to manage the holiday blues, I typically limit alcohol. Alcohol does have a way of affecting your mood and could possibly amplify any negative feelings. Try getting plenty of sleep. It's okay to rest. It's your body telling you, I need to sit down. I need to rest. Learn how to say no. I know during the holiday seasons, you know, there's a lot of different overscheduling and, you know, not making time for yourself that you would usually do throughout the year. So definitely learn to say no. Another way would be be open to new traditions. You know, it's okay when you're in a, when you're in a new transition, it's okay to build in a new tradition. New tradition could be you going out of town for the holiday if you don't have family around or if you lost a parent or you lost somebody really close to you. You know, maybe you could do something that they used to do in carrying on that tradition, but adding your own little flavor to it. So now it's a whole different a whole new tradition. So instead of holding on to what the holiday should have been or used to be, allow new traditions to unfold. Another tip would be spending more time with your loved ones. Instead of spending the holidays alone and at home, be around people that love you and that celebrate you. Something else would be to exercise. Now, exercise for me 
has been a lifesaver. Like it's to the point where if I don't work out in the morning, then my whole day, I just feel super, super sluggish, um, having an even more, uh, hard time of trying to focus and concentrate on the things that I need to concentrate on. So definitely exercise and is less remove trying to lose weight but just trying to be active for our internal being try doing um something different and not as far as like a tradition but you know i'm not okay (laughs) this is gonna sound weird so i'm not saying fill up your your calendar with a bunch of activities because you don't want to wear yourself out and over scheduling but Try to add some new stuff to the list that you've been wanting to do, that you haven't gotten a chance to. Now you do. Now, that's not to say to not deal with your shit. Um, Sometimes, you know, it's healthy to sit in it at the moment, feel it, go through it. But I also, this is my opinion, put an end date to it. It needs to have an end date to Okay, I'm I'm gonna feel this way today. It is what it is. I'm gonna sit in it, deal with it. But tomorrow, I'm gonna, you know, force myself to to be a little a little bit more active. I'm gonna try a cooking class. I'm gonna try, you know, just going to the movies. You know, just try to filter in a little bit of activities during those moments where you are feeling it. I just don't want you to sit sit at home and dwell in it and next thing you know four or five days go by months go by you know what I mean like it it can it can go by quick and it sucks and if you're listening to this episode and you know you're not experiencing any type of seasonal depression or or the holiday blues listen congratulations and I'm not saying this in a malice way congratulations I'm proud of you I am glad that you're not experiencing that or maybe you've overcome that and I just want to give you something too where you're making sure you're being self-aware that maybe somebody else close to you is experiencing that so I definitely want to give you some tips on how you can be a little bit more supportive of the people around you who are experiencing this. The first tip would be asking your loved one, how do they feel supported during this time? I know we have our own way of dealing with things and we have our own preferences, but just because that's what you would want doesn't mean the next person want that exact thing. If you know that your friend or family member or whoever that is going through this aren't able to see their family, then invite them into your into your home, into your family, and, and some of the things that you're doing uh, with your people. Or if you know they're not drinking, because um, I said earlier, you know, people who are going through that, they should limit their drinking, but go on Pinterest and TikTok and you know, find different non-alcoholic Christmassy drinks um, or just come up with your own mocktail and keep it fun and cute and have like a at-home cocktail mocktail bar with some, you know, with some food and drinks and great conversation. 
And for me, the biggest thing is just acknowledging the stress of the situation. I think it could go a really long way by helping someone feeling like their efforts are being seen and appreciated. Today's self-aware question is, do you enjoy spending time alone? Do you enjoy spending time alone? My answer is yes. I would say maybe too much. (laughs) A little backstory. So I graduated from high school, went on to college, and I have been on my own since high school, basically. Um, of course, the back and forth during the college um, holidays and summer times and stuff like that. But I've been on my own. Um, I think there, yeah, there were two times where I almost just said F it and went back home. But I've been on my own. And from that, I've learned that I love silent. I love coming into a house and it's peaceful and you know, just being by myself. I started to do a whole lot of stuff by myself, like going to the skating rink, (laughs) going to the cigar lounge, going to a bar, going to restaurants, going to like just doing everything by myself, just being super independent. And I know that has caused some issues when you're trying to date somebody. Um, and I think, it caused a little bit of anxiety when, you know, I invite people over when I, when I feel like it's too many people in the house and it can be one other person. I feel claustrophobic, claustrophobic. Um, and it, it, it's so crazy that I'm, that I'm like that because I come from, like, I'm not the only child. So my household, my immediate family is four people in the house. So every time I go home to visit, there'll be times where I get a little bit of anxiety because I'm so used to being by myself. And it's like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> it's like a TV on over there, TV on over here. This is going on, people on the phone. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm just so used to just, whoo, So how do y'all feel about that? Do you like to be alone? Do you enjoy spending time alone? I know there's a lot of people who are actually pretty scared to just be alone And when I say alone, alone, my version is you're not on your phone. You're just chilling, just vibing to your own thoughts. A lot of people, I think, are afraid of their own thoughts and don't want to go too deep or just don't like to go to restaurants or bars by themselves because they think people are going to be looking at them. And let me tell you, people ain't stun you (laughs) when you go out. Just go. and And I would say this. Try it. Try going somewhere by yourself and let me know how it went. I hope you have a good time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Holiday Blues. I hope you learned something. I hope you take away something that you can implement in your own life. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a very Merry Christmas. Be sure to follow me on TikTok and Instagram at C9 Self Care. Oh.